Netanyahu warns of horrible nuclear war if Iran gets atomic weapons. America and China prepare for war over Taiwan. And J6 committee chairman claims he didn't have access to January 6 footage. All this and more today on End Time. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so happy you've joined us today. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Today is Open Line Friday, so we're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. So be sure to call in and let us know. Uh, obviously, there are big headlines in the news today, one of them being that Netanyahu has warned that there will be a horrible nuclear war if Iran... Uh, gets atomic weapons. So we're going to talk about that. But before we do, I want to remind you that we have three brand new End Time Originals coming out this month. If you go to endtime.com new, it will take you to where you need to go to learn more about what these um, shows are that are coming out. So Doug did a, a video on the two witnesses. I did one called Warn the Jews. Dave did one called The Antichrist Socialistic Kingdom. Those start releasing next Friday. So they're free to anybody who's on End Time Plus already. If you're not on End Time Plus already, you can start your free trial today by going to endtime.com new, and those will begin releasing next week. And before we get into these uh, crazy headlines, Doug, we're happy to have a very special guest with us. I know um, Linda here is intimidating. <laughs> Linda, you've been a, a longtime friend of Irvin and Judy Baxter. Uh, end Time Ministries, and uh, my friend, and I'm so appreciative of your guidance and your wisdom. You've helped us a lot over the last several years, in particular me personally. And um, you've never been on the show in person, but you're on our board of directors here at End Time. Um, I don't know how much you want to tell about who you actually are, um, but I'll let you do that. So welcome to the End Time Show. We're so happy to have you. Um, I guess tell our audience a little bit about yourself as much as you'd like. Okay, well, thank you for having me both. Um, it was a bit of a surprise. I just got off the airplane less than an hour ago. <laughs> this is true. And was told, um, wanted on the show today. So um, I'm a trial attorney, so I'm never short on words. And I, I thought with the Lord's help, I'd know exactly what to say today. <laughs> Amen. That, that's, that's very that's true. That's why she's intimidating. Oh. That's right. She's a trial attorney. She so. will let you know. Yes. She's let me know a few times. Now, Linda. <laughs> yes. Um, how in the world did you learn about End Time? Well, I'll give you the cliff note version because um, it, it is somewhat detailed, but I started pro studying prophecy. It was probably in 1978, 1979, and there was a movement going on at that time where people were searching for more than what they were getting in their regular denominational churches. and. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, you know, it was a bit of a revival that was sweeping the land for people to know more and experience more of what the Lord had. And so I started attending some in-home Bible studies and my mother-in-law at that time was involved in, uh, I was raised Southern Baptist, so, you know, we know the Bible forward and backwards. And so <laughs> Doug knows she, all about that. <laughs> she, she thought I would know all about it. She started asking me some of these questions about prophecy and I didn't know the answers to them. 
Uh, used to drive my dad crazy because I was constantly asking why, why, why. I've always been very inquisitive. So that set me on this path to start trying to find the answers. Because uh, when you're raised Southern Baptist, you pretty much think you know the Bible. So I realized <laughs> I didn't. <Yeah>. And, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, so I started searching the scriptures about prophecy and end times and, and you know, what was going to happen. And the same time I was doing that, I was going to these other Bible studies where a lot of this was being taught, but it was always being taught um, pre-trib uh, rapture. What's wrong with that? Like in that moment, if you didn't know anything about any of it, why did that not feel right? Well, and even I did the same thing after I met Irvin and I started studying his material. I did not accept it just because he said it. I checked out every single word that came out of yeah. his mouth. There's the attorney coming out of me. <laughs> and so, same thing with these others. You know, I would hear these Bible teachers, and I thought, I want to know it for myself. I don't want somebody else telling me what to believe the Bible says. So uh -huh. I started studying and studying and studying, and I put it out on my dining room table, and I had study books, and I had the Thompson Chain Bible so I could go all through the chains in the Bible on certain topics, um, and I couldn't get past the seventh trumpet that is the actual return of the Lord. So, going back to my little Bible study, you know, I'd <laughs> talk to these supposed learned teachers, and, and I would question. I've always questioned, um, and they would get really annoyed with me, and I, you know, I keep saying, I'm not being disrespectful. I just, I can't understand how you're getting pre-trib when the Bible specifically says, at the last trump, the Lord comes. Um, it became really a point of contention because I was like a dog with a bone at that point. <laughs> and they just wanted me to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it really got so uncomfortable. They, they just wouldn't answer my questions anymore and pretty much didn't want me going to the Bible studies. So I, I set it aside, and I thought, um, okay, God, I, I don't quite understand all this, but okay, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, and then about that time, talk radio was getting really popular. Mm -hmm. So I was out driving around on a lunch hour one day, and I thought, I wanna see what this talk radio is all about, and I just started punching the keys on my radio and all of a sudden it stopped on this very kind, grandfatherly, patient voice that just happened to be talking about the tribulation. Hmm. And when I say just happened to be, I don't believe in coincidences. <laughs> <clears throat> so he was telling the story. Somebody had called in wanting to know whether he was pre-trib or post-trib. And... Um, he started telling the story about the way he was raised. It was pre-trip. And you know, he was trying to be very gentle and very kind. And mm -hmm. well, you know, I started studying and well. <laughs> so it, it really tweaked my interest because I thought, what is he going to say? I actually pulled over the side of the road <laughs> as he started getting closer <laughs> to the answer. And then he finally said, but you know, I've studied them and now I am post-trip. I remember sitting in my car going, my gosh, there's two of us. <laughs> there's two of us in the entire world. And so I would take my lunch hour every day, and that was in Indianapolis. At that time, it came on the radio there at 2 in the afternoon, so that's when I took my lunch hour. And I drove around the whole time listening to the program. Mm -hmm. 
Well, there were so many crazy things happening at that time, false teachers, false doctrine, false information. And I, re I remember thinking, I wonder if he's like the Wizard of Oz behind a curtain somewhere. So I'm going to go check him out. And that's when uh, all the Baxter still lived in Richmond, mm -hmm. Indiana. So I called one time, one day, and I said, I'd like to come over and visit you. I'd like to see the studio. And really, it was just for me to make sure it, it wasn't a big farce. Well, we got to pause you there because <laughs> okay. we're coming up on a break, unfortunately. Okay. Are you willing to stay for one more sure. segment? Sure. She's only supposed to be for one segment, but uh, she's going to stay for one more to finish this story. We're so happy to have Linda with us today. We do have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be getting to your calls on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can't enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. Time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 intime That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have a very special guest with us today, Linda Sargent. She is on our board of directors, been a longtime follower of End Time and a very dear friend to our family and the whole End Time team. So we're grateful to have her with us. Um, before we get back into her story, she was just telling us about how she uh, thought she was the only one in the world that um, believed in a post-tribulation rapture. And then she was turning the dial on her radio one day and came across a man talking about it. It happened to be Irvin Baxter, and of course it was our show. And uh, she said, I have to figure out who in the world this guy is, make sure he's not like the Wizard of Oz behind this curtain. Okay. And um, So she drove over to Richmond, Indiana, where End Time was based out of at the time, and she wanted to meet everybody. I think that's where we left off. Yes. Is that a fair overview? That, that's correct, yes. All right. And and so, so I did. I went over there and went to church with the family, and then Jana... 
uh, Irvin's daughter took me through the studio. I actually saw the materials. I saw the warehouse. I saw where the broadcast was. Uh, it looked like it had been there a while and not just set up because they knew I was coming. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, well, okay, I think I'll keep listening. I, I, I think this is legitimate. And then I started uh, buying some of the materials, went through the uh, Understanding the End Time series. Most fascinating teaching materials I had ever heard. I it just, I, I can remember just sitting and listening to it and thinking, oh my goodness. It, you know, it does, it just opens up your understanding. Um, and just been friends with the family, followed the ministry, have been to Israel um, for the Israel tour, tour, got baptized in the Jordan River. Mm -hmm. um, they, when they used to come to Indianapolis and do their conferences, they stayed in my home, he and Judy, and mm -hmm. uh, we just became like family. We, do, yeah. we call each other family. Yeah. And uh, Irvin and I have had many, many discussions and uh, reason together as the Bible tells <laughs> us to do. Sometimes we didn't always agree and we would just have to agree to disagree. Now but, to remind everybody, you're a lawyer. Yeah, and yes, so yeah. I was um, blessed to be part of some of these conversations. That's and right. Just yes. Sit there and listen to you yes, all go back yes, and forth. Yes. And it was very loving, but always. It, you know, it was it was mm. fun to listen uh, to. Always, I, I enjoyed always. two and very smart people talking about things and figuring stuff out. So that, that's right. We and and I remember at his passing, I just um, and I I still live in Indiana, so I came for the uh, celebration of his life. And I remember getting on the plane, just thinking, oh my, you know, so many times I've come down here to visit my family, my friends, and now we are coming to bury my dear friend. And the, the one thing I just kept thinking is, Irvin, I will miss our conversations. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I knew he was where he had always planned to be and that was where he had his eye on that heavenly place with the Lord. But well, he, he often talked about how death is not a destination, mm -hmm. it's a doorway. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so um, as his grandson being in, he's been in my life forever, <laughs> so I was pre-programmed to actually celebrate this, that yes. this isn't a destination, that he's living his best life now. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. that the way he talked about it for so long helped a lot of us get to that point where um, we could navigate those waters and, and still follow the leading of the Spirit and not be overcome by That's right. grief. Uh, the, the grief of, yes. of a loss of such a great man. So yes. you know. I do remember one thing from his service uh, that I appreciated so much. It brought humor to it. He passed on November 3rd, which <laughs> yes. was election year. Indeed. And I believe, Vince, you, as part of your tribute to him, uh, you mentioned that he had the prophecy that Trump was going to lose, and he just said, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was me, but it's funny nonetheless. Yeah, it yeah. was. I, yeah. I thought it was you, as I recalled it. But I thought, you know, and that, uh, yes, that's, Lord didn't, uh, took him so he didn't have to see kind of the mess we're in right now. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because Doug, I don't know if you're aware, Linda, but Doug found end time on the radio. Mm -hmm. He's a bus driver. Think that is that right, Doug? Well, I found it long before that. Okay. So yeah, I was going through a rough spot in my life and really just searching and found him. I, I listened to a guy that used to be on the same program on the same hour in the same channel named Bob Larson and we mm -hmm. would kinda listen to him because he he did like these really extreme things like cast demons out on the radio and things. So it was more entertainment than anything. Mm -hmm. And I stumbled across 
uh, Pastor Baxter and he was teaching on the, the trumpets. And mm -hmm. uh, as I'm driving down the road, he's telling me these trumpets have already started sounding. I've never heard anything like that in my life. So mm -hmm. I started writing notes down you're, at every You're a good light. old Baptist boy too, right? <laughs> yeah, good old That's Baptist right. boy. Wait, and so wait. I'm writing this stuff down and I get home and start checking it out. And I said, oh my goodness, I think this guy's right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. fell in love and, mm -hmm. you know, just listened to everything he said and later became a minister because of him, mm -hmm. you know, and so... Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you and understand the impact and what you said. He would pull you into that conversation because That's he right. had that gentle voice uh -huh. that, uh, you know, welcomed you in. He could tell a story like nobody I've ever mm -hmm. heard in my life. Uh, you know, one of my favorite sermons, he talked about Elisha uh, getting a double portion of the uh, blessing on Elijah's life because he saw Elijah go up in the whirlwind. And when he preached that, it's the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard. Uh -huh. I'd never heard anybody preach it like that. And it was just amazing. He had me mesmerized in that sermon. And mm -hmm. so that's one of my favorite uh -huh. uh, sermons he ever taught. But hey, it was he had because, a way of doing that. Yeah, he really did. It's just, you know, it's amazing. And, and look at all the people that he's brought into our lives. I mean, you, right. you're one of them that he's brought into all of our lives because of his ministry and what God did through that. So uh -huh. Uh -huh. it's pretty, pretty amazing to hear you know, how you were the same way because mm -hmm. that's how I was. I was just, I had to know more. When he mm -hmm. taught me that, I had to know more. <laughs> now, a cool thing about Irvin's ministry is, I don't know why, but for some reason, uh, where he pastored, they were recording his sermons. Mm -hmm. And so we have literally um, thousands of cassette tapes of old Irvin messages that he preached. We're in the process of making those digital and they are on end time plus there's actually a whole sec section there now dozens of old in uh, uh, Irvin sermons from when he was pastoring so uh, you can hear some of those stories that Doug was just talking about if you go to end time plus and check out the um, sermon audios there from Irvin Baxter so do that now Linda you said you came over to see if end time and Irvin was legit yes so you saw us that was it in the double wide then, or had they moved across the street? It was by across that time? the street. So you across you didn't the see the good thing you didn't see the double wide because you might have I might have I might have yes bolted. <laughs> but um, uh, so now I mean so we had a flood here. Yes. Our building, a uh, good portion of it was destroyed. This is the first time you've seen it in a year, and it's yes. changed dramatically it since you saw it last year. Um, we haven't opened it up to the public yet, but we are going to do an event here once the construction's finished to do kind of like an open house uh -huh. and welcome everyone uh -huh. back in. Okay, we're, we're not in the old double wide anymore. We're not in that old uh -huh. bank that we then moved to and you, you got to tour. What do you think about what's going on here now? Well, I, like you said, I have not been here in a year. And I remember, I think it was in 2006 when you actually bought the building, when End Time bought the building. And I was down here for a conference at that time and um, we all toured the, and it was a mess then. It was under construction, uh, construction materials everywhere, cords <laughs> everywhere. So to see it transformed from 06 to when then you all moved your offices in here mm. was pretty dramatic. Um, you know, there's so many things that happen to us in our lives. When, when it mm. happens, we look at it and we think it's a disaster. Mm. But you can look at this now and what the devil meant for evil has been turned into good no, it, it, right. it, it it is phenomenal mm -hmm. the way the studio looks the way the entrance looks it looks like a five-star luxury facility and so 
even though you've been through, what, two years, three years now of... We're just over two years, mm -hmm. and of course we've shared that, uh, of course insurance is, is doing a lot of work here, but then a partner came in yes. and they've donated this money to help us remodel, and so mm -hmm. um, it's been quite amazing to see the transformation mm -hmm. here and, and mm -hmm. to, to know, you know, Irv, I was just talking to Judy about this this morning actually, and by the way, Judy is in studio with us. You can't see her right now, but she's sitting right over there. Right. So if Doug and I are being more behaved than normal, that's why <laughs> Judy is in the studio. If you're watching on Facebook, comment, hi, Judy. Let her know how much you love her. Make sure you comment, hi, Judy, right now. And don't forget to share either. Anyway, I haven't, had, I haven't said that yet today. Um, so uh, what was I saying? I got off uh, the track. studio and Judy, I was talking to her. And, and, yes. A lot of this stuff that Irvin talked about when we first moved in here, uh, to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever revealed this publicly and not very much privately. But when we started talking about this building, I was not, when we started, started talking about purchasing this building, mm -hmm. I was not in favor of it. Now, I wasn't anybody to listen to back then, probably still not now, mm -hmm. but we coming from a 3,000 square foot building. This mm -hmm. is a, almost 50,000 square foot building. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. And so we're like, okay, um, we barely fill up 3,000 square mm -hmm. feet. We're buying a building with fifty thousand square feet, and how's all this going to happen? And you know, I like plans. Well, yes, you the do. plan was <laughs> God was going to provide, yes. and here's the vision. Here it is. He, I found a, a priority list that he had written out, mm -hmm. and it was. I'm actually going to share it in our board meeting next mm -hmm. week. But um, the number one thing was develop a daily news segment and to raise the money mm -hmm. for the building remodel mm -hmm. and he's got 16 points on there that he had handwritten out and mm -hmm. some of that stuff that he had written on there hadn't happened yet but now it's 10 years old and I've mm -hmm. seen it develop and I've yes. seen it grow and I mm -hmm. see what God's doing within time today and I, I shared yesterday I, I was at CPAC last week and these connections that I've been uh, blessed to make with some people that you know people would know their name and what God's mm -hmm. doing it's like I can't even explain what God's mm -hmm. doing because there's mm -hmm. so much happening. We don't have enough time to talk about all of it. Mm -hmm. And I see like some of the vision that Irvin had and how it's developed. Right. And then there's more stuff that he talked about that hasn't happened yet. Look at all of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is stuff that he talked about. Right. right. We didn't know how it was going to happen. We didn't know how the money was going to come mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. We didn't even have to have the money. God brought in people that had the money. That's right. right. And there isn't an obstacle that's too big. Mm -hmm. And you know, you know, in times DNA, you know that we. Uh, walk by faith, That's not right. by sight. That's right. You know that we uh, believe that all things work together for uh -huh. the good. Uh -huh. And so um, to see what God has done with our team, with all of our partners, um, it is magnificent. Uh -huh. and, and you're like one of the first people to get to see outside of our yes, direct I, team. Yes, I, I walked through here in construction zone in 2006. I think we yeah. had to put on hard hats when we were here <laughs> to even get in I the building imagine. because <laughs> it was in total disarray yeah. at that point wow. and to see it now and uh, it, you know. What do you think Irvin would think? Because yeah. some, some people will, you know, some people aren't real happy about change. You know, a lot of people yeah. struggle with change. And, uh, are you talking about yourself again, Vance? Well, actually, I'm actually <laughs> decent with change. But, okay, good. You know, Losing Irvin's a big deal. I get it. Was it. A, and people, it was a big deal. None yes. of us are Irvin, and we're not trying to be. Mm -hmm. But I do wear his shoes. Actually, yeah, I, I, I was I looking at those a few minutes ago. Got his yes. jacket on, yeah. his shirt. I, yeah. But um, <laughs> none of us are trying to be Irvin. You know, we're trying to be who God's called us to mm -hmm. be. God put us in this position for a reason. We don't necessarily know why. We talk about 
we're kind of rednecks, you know, and God's yeah, made we're a way. Kind of rednecks. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. We we both live in the country, and yeah. you're more in the country than I am. But well, we're both rednecks. <laughs> so well, Jesus called his disciples, and they were a ragtag team, yeah. uh, the island of misfits. You could even right. call them. There they you go. they didn't know anything. They had tempers. They they were yeah. just like most of us. <laughs> exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but to see what God has done has been incredible and we're so blessed to be part of it. And um, you being someone that's not here all the time, mm -hmm. just curious of, of what you're thinking about. Because like I said, we're going to have an open house. I was getting it. A lot of people don't like change. A lot of people don't like that Irvin's not here anymore. And we say ditto to that. But mm -hmm. um, change is happening and it's not always comfortable. But God's still working. And it's still amazing to be a part of what he's doing. Well, I think, I, you know, I, again, I, I'm very inquisitive and I have conversations with the Lord just like I'm, I'm talking to you. Mm -hmm. So I have asked him many, many times, what was that all about? You <laughs> yeah. took Irvin. Yeah. I mean, he, he's our friend. He's our husband. He's our pastor. Judy's husband. Just I, I'm, I'm pointing for, to Judy the, over there. For the people yeah. watching on I'm the radio, I yeah. just want to verify they yeah, understand. I pointed over to Judy. We don't need another scandal around no. here. <laughs> um, so, yeah. and it was so surprising. It was, it was shocking. We all really expected that the Lord would heal him right. um, yeah. that day. And Judy was calling and Kara was calling. And I mean, we were crying on the phone and I was going, no, this is, no, this will not, this cannot happen. So, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've, what was that all about, God? Right. Um, you know, of course, he's sovereign, so he doesn't have to talk, you know, explain anything <laughs> exactly. to Linda, which has been a hard lesson for me to learn, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's helped all of us grow yeah. yep. even more. Absolutely. And Irvin started mentoring everybody mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that when the time came, because I think in his mind, he was expecting during these times, he would be traveling even more right. and he would be ministering to Israel mm -hmm. more. And he knew he had to leave you all prepared back here to carry on right. the message. And, and you asked me what I thought he would think of this. I, I really... I, it's going to be kind of slang, but I think he'd say, you ain't seen nothing yet. Amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amen. That's awesome. Yeah. I said that very thing yeah, this morning. There you go. Oh, it's did a, Yeah, I yeah. Did. Well, there you go. Yeah. So. I, I think, I don't think any of this is a surprise to him because yeah. he had such a vision yeah. that the Lord trusted him with. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why he started years ago, putting people in place yeah. to to help because he knew he couldn't do it all. Right. Well, Linda, you've got about 30 seconds before the break. Is there anything else you want to leave us with? You're going to go, you just got off the plane. Uh -huh. And so you're going to go get refreshed and yeah. we're going to start taking calls. Okay. So uh, you want to leave, leave us with anything? Well, I appreciate being on the program today mm -hmm. and getting to talk about my good friend. Um, I love the ministry. I love the teachings. I, I as I indicated, every time I would listen to a new lesson, I would be on the computer investigating every <laughs> single word that came out of his mouth. Yeah. And if he talked about a third of something in World War II, this happened and these ships were happened, I was sitting at my screen going, how many ships were sunk in World War II? Yeah. It's the <laughs> truth. Amen.
Well, I think we're into the break. Are we live? I do not know what happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Oh my gosh, there are we live? It's just like a... We are live. Yes. I don't know what happened just now. Uh, but we our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started in time ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and end of the age plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're so delighted to have Linda Sargent with us uh, for the first half of the show. And so, uh, like I said before, Judy's in the studio with us, and they're still here, so <laughs> we've got to be on our best behavior. Now, I do want to remind you that we're releasing three new End Time Originals this month. You can go to endtime.com new. That's where they will be posted when they go live. Starting next Friday, uh, we have a session on Warn the Jews, um, the Two Witnesses, and the Antichrist Socialistic Kingdom. So you won't want to miss those. They release weekly starting next Friday. And uh, Doug, you did a, um, a video on the Two Witnesses. A lot of people want to know, aren't the Two Witnesses Moses and Elijah? What's the quick answer? The quick answer is, according to the Bible, I don't believe that's the case. I believe that those two witnesses will come in the power and the spirit of Elijah. But you'll have to check out the, the full DVD to see it or the video, whatever DVD we're calling on it. End what time are we plus? calling it? It's on End Time Plus. <laughs> you'll have to watch the program. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yes, you go into great detail about that topic. And so um, that's the short answer, but there's a longer one that you'll want to hear. You can give us a call at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We have open lines there. Doug, before we get to the calls, is there any stories that you want to share uh, in particular? I know there's a lot going on right now. Well, I'm, I think the biggest one is the one that we led in with about uh, Netanyahu. And uh, he kind of had, well, he didn't kind of, he actually did a program where he broadcasted straight to the Iranian people there and told them that uh, it was a direct broadcast that was translated into their language. And he, he told them that if uh, the Iranian people, um, if they get a nuclear weapon there in Iran, that that would lead to a horrible nuclear war. So um, that's that's kind of the big story right now because he's letting them know, you know, this this can't happen and they're not going to allow that to happen. Well, not only 
are they not going to allow that to happen? But before he went on air with this broadcast, Vince, he spoke with our U.S. Secretary of Defense, uh, Lloyd Austin, and they had a conversation about it. And I'm sure he got the go-ahead uh, to do that broadcast and let the people know that this is where we're heading. So, what, what's that? Have, um, why does that have significance with Bible prophecy? Uh, well, as as we talk about all the time, that six trumpet war. Uh, we believe because it talks about the Euphrates River and the uh, angels that are bound there being loosed and causing this war to happen. Well, this is the region that we always speak of right there in uh, the heart of the area where the Euphrates River runs through. Iran has always made threats that if uh, they have the power to, they would totally annihilate the Israeli people, drive them into the ocean, destroy Israel. Uh, and drive them out of the land forever. And not only have they made threats like that to Israel, but we also know they, they call Israel the little Satan. They call us the big Satan. So is the little Satan first, and then they would take care of the big Satan. So they're a threat not only to Israel, but really to the entire world. Because in this broadcast, Netanyahu let them know this would change the structure of the Middle East. Because then you would have all of these Middle Eastern powers also vying to get nuclear weapons so that they can... Uh, you know, compete in a war against somebody that has this power. Everybody over there is actually afraid of Iran. It's one of the things that was so appeasing to this Middle Eastern area with the uh, Trump Accords whenever the Abraham Accords came out was because they were pulling all those groups together under the umbrella that the United States will help protect the region from Iran and from a nuclear weapon. So that's kind of why this is all important. It could lead to a six trumpet war if this were to happen. Speaking of Six Trumpet War, I see that China and America are preparing for a war over Taiwan. Yeah. What significance does that have that people need to know about? Well, another huge you know, story in the news there because uh, those have been the, the war drums that we've been hearing about World War III for a long time. But uh, China actually can field the number of the army that is uh, spoke of in Revelation chapter 9 when it talks about a 200 million man army, China's boasted about that. Here we are saying that we will always help uh, protect tai, uh, Taiwan and now China is trying to move in there and take Taiwan over. They've made many threats. They've had many uh, you know, maneuvers where they've practiced uh, coming in and taking Taiwan over. And so now we learn that our military and especially our Marines are specifically training for uh, war with China. They've changed our de desert colors on a lot of our vehicles to the uh, jungle green where we would be fighting in tropical forest. And uh, that's what they're talking about in this article that is always, I, I think that's from the Gateway Pundit. And so uh, two, two big, huge stories in the news today. Uh, you know, but this is open line and we want to get to the calls, but Absolutely. those are two big stories. All right. We've got a few more of those to share perhaps a little later on, but before we do, uh, we will get to the calls. There are open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're going to start in Arkansas. Steve is watching there. Steve, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, I'm so glad you guys took my call. Thank you. Absolutely. We're glad you called. Hey, I, I just want to say I haven't been able to listen to you fellas in a while. I got changed my work hours to four, and today... Uh, it was just a blessing from the Lord. I got off at three and able to hear the sis talk, and uh, I was just so compelled to call and share my story because uh, so many things she said uh, it related to me personally. Because I, I got saved in, in the early '80s, 
Okay. And uh, and I'm a step up on you guys. I, I'm a free will Baptist. Oh, okay. <laughs> Y'all don't know what that is. You can do a little research. Uh, you know, we wash feet and all that stuff. But anyway, <laughs> I'd gotten saved. And, and guys, I was like any true Christian, any born-again Christian, I was just hungry. And uh, I didn't know where to start or how to begin. And uh, one of the guys I listened to on the radio was a guy named Larry Burkett. He was mm-hmm. a uh, financial advisor. And uh, I used to listen to him religiously, and, and just uh, even to this day, a lot of his stuff helps me. But then I just stumbled on to Irvin, mm. and at about the same time, there was a verse, and I'm embarrassed, I can't tell you where it's at, but you guys know where it's at. It says in Revelation somewhere, first part of Revelation, uh, he that studies the prophecies of this book is blessed. Mm-hmm. Blessed is he that studies the prophecies of this book. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about? Yes, that sir. scripture? Yep, absolutely. Okay, so I just thought, well, here, you know, here I am, a brand new Christian, and I, you know, I don't know why, but I just thought, I want to be blessed. So I'm starting, hmm. I'm reading this stuff, and the local church that I got saved in was a huge pre tribulation, you know, rapture, uh, and then all this left behind. And this Left Behind series was really popular at this point. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't, guys, this is the only way I know how to say this. It just didn't settle with me. I, I just thought, you know, this, this doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. This doesn't seem right. And so I know the Lord had to be instrumental in connecting me to listen to Irvin. And I, I can't tell you, you know, Doug talked about he listened to the trumpets. I, I don't remember exactly how it started out, but I just know I just know at some point I remember hearing Irvin talk about that, it, that you know there's not a pre-tribulation rapture, and mm-hmm. uh, I started following him the best I could, and over the course of even today, I listen to you guys every time I can, and you know the only thing I can say, and I won't take up a lot of time, is that the pre-tribulation rapture thing just never. It just never was set. It just never just, it didn't seem right. It didn't, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. And then Irvin explains it, and, you know, I've heard him explain it over the years so many times. And, guys, I just want to say this. That, that y'all were talking about the, how Irvin could, could convey and preach and, and teach. That, you know, he just had something special about him. And, you know, to me, uh, the Bible talks about your spirit bearing witness. And, and I, I just felt like through the radio, this guy was in my living room with me. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, he, the, the sincerity in his voice. And like the sis said right before she hung up, you know, you, I'm researching this stuff. And he said a third of the ships sank in yep. World War Two, And lo and behold, if you research that, yes, they did. He, he wasn't making it up. <laughs> Right. And it's it's just amazing how God put me in contact with Irvin, and now you know I listen to you guys, and and Dave, he's he's almost as awesome as you two are. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but you know, uh, you guys got a great ministry. Uh, I love I love y'all, and I love your ministry, and, and and the the core thing that I love about y'all even more than your end time teaching is that you want to see people saved and go to heaven when this life is Amen. over. Amen. Absolutely. That, that, 
that, Steve, that, thank you so much for your call. We appreciate you uh, sharing your perspective. Revelation 1-3, Steve. There you go. That's your scripture. Uh, Steve, we love your story. It's inspiring. We're honored to be connected with you. Thank you for being a longtime partner and listener. Uh, we appreciate it very much. Uh, we're going to New York now. Joe is listening there. And we, we do have open lines. So 877 times the number to join us. 877-363-8463. Joe is uh, listening in New York. Joe, welcome to the show. You guys, again, you look beautiful. And thank you for oh, having wow. Linda. I was listening to her story and it sounded... <laughs> I, excuse me. I was hearing my testimony. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I got born again April 1978, and I, I, I went full head in for God because that I was part of a small non-denominational church called the Sheepfold here in Brooklyn, New York, and, uh, you know, Bible studies uh, twice a week, prayer meetings all day Saturday night at the coffee house, uh, you know, evangelizing all day Sunday, but... Before a year was gone, I couldn't stop reading the book of Revelation. Mm -hmm. And the thing of it is, is nobody wanted to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I was amazed. I was a new young believer, and the pastor would just keep, you know, encouraging me, keep studying, follow the Holy Spirit. You've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Go that way. And uh, right after that, uh, he invited this um, man who wrote a commentary the book was called Christians Will Go Through the Tri Tribulation. This is about 1980, uh, Dr. James McKeever. And he knew, and he said something, because I, I met him personally and hung out with him and his wife. And, you know, there were so many people hearing false teachings, and this man was right on. But he didn't have all, all the insight that, that Irvin did. Because, you see, he was only a part-time minister. But there's nobody like Irvin Baxter. <laughs> nobody in the earth. But listening to Linda was a blessing because I was banging my head against the wall <laughs> until I met this person because I knew something didn't sit right, this pre-trib, because I read Matthew 24 way back there. And I'm going, wait, it says after the tribulation. But I, see, I wasn't a scholar. I wasn't well-educated. Where Irvin was so so many hours and years he put into explaining it yeah. and the gift from God on mm -hmm. dear brother Irvin who I miss him every day like you guys mm -hmm. is that God gave him such a gift of being able to communicate people yeah. so beautifully and calmly and there, you know what, what can I say? It was just wonderful hearing Linda, and I was almost hearing my heart, because I know in those early years what I went through, trying to understand, and, and people didn't want to talk about the book of Revelation. I would get things, oh, it's too deep, it's uh, too symbolic. Joe, we're coming up on a break here. I've God got to cut you, you off. So sorry. I tell you, everybody loves you when you call, Joe. Thank so Joe. people commented yesterday, the Joe Show. Uh, comment again today. Let him know how much you love him. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back after the break. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. 
My name is Jana Roberts. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with Endtime to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-ENDTIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. There's a lot of talk about the timing of the rapture today. You know, we don't um, make an emphasis of that very much, uh, but when people ask us, we certainly do, and it seems like there's a lot of testimonies about that today, so uh, we'll talk about it. If you want to, it's open line, and again, we have some open lines at 877-END TIME, so if you've ever wanted to be on the show, now is the perfect time to call. Uh, we will go right here in Texas to Dr. Mike, a real good friend of End Time as well. Dr. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you. I hope, hope you are having a great day like I am. Likewise. Yes, sir. Um, so yesterday I received some uh, uh, exciting news or encouraging news. I got a text message from uh, Kevin Freeman's associate mm -hmm. uh, talking about a bill that's going through the uh, Texas legislation now. And Texas legislation only meets uh, once every two years. Uh, just a reminder to the audience that Kevin Freeman is uh, head of the economic war room and, and Dave uh, Robbins interviewed him yep. um, in a broadcast um, according uh, talking about his book according to plan uh, in um, December um, so I wanted to just uh, make awareness of what what this is um, there's a move for the state of Texas to constitutionally uh, be able to issue their own state uh, tender uh, that is gold back mm -hmm. act, and they already have a depository, a physical depository outside Austin. And um, what they plan to do as, a, as an alternative to the U.S. fiat, if we do see this hyperinflation or the central bank digital currencies, which they're gunning to introduce by 2025, uh, they're, they're going to try to offer an alternative in which people can say, put a $1,000 uh, in the transactional, and then if there's the hyperinflation, and that's worth $5,000, you'll be able to spend it um, with a, uh, just a Visa debit card, and the, the uh, receiving merchant would, won't know whether it's gold back or U.S. fiat. Um, they were told me that the uh, importance of this is that it's a, uh, it might spread to the other states because Texas has such a great... Uh, uh, a large GDP that once Texas gets something like this, it may start spreading. I know Irvin uh, was talking about um, the, the that he saw that the United States would be outside the the mark of the beast system, and in order to do that, something with a getting away from the control of the central bank digital currencies, mm -hmm. I think would be uh, key to that. So. Um, I, I'm having to go back in the operating room, so I'm talking quickly. But the, there's a senator, Brian Hughes, and he's the one that's introducing it. So 
if people so feel inclined to uh, get support, it's not it's not a bill yet, but they're trying to push it to get it. This legislation, if they wait till 25, it's probably be kind of late. Yeah. Uh, as we race against central bank digital currencies. All right, Dr. Mike, thank you so much for. Uh, I know you're a very busy man. Thank you for calling and and making everyone aware of that. I know we'll be talking more about that um, in the coming weeks and months. So appreciate your call. You know, Vince, it's uh, it's one of the okay. things that a lot of people are concerned about too, because. You know, with seeing the central digital currency that's coming out that they're talking about, uh, they had a gentleman from the WEF that was speaking this year that was talking about they would be able to track everything that you purchase, keep you from purchasing things. And then, of course, we've talked about it a lot of times on here that they would be able to freeze your accounts if you were doing something that went against what the government wanted us to do. Mm -hmm. uh, that would also be tied into like the 15-minute cities that we talk about where yeah. if you get outside of your zone, uh, you can be fined and they can just digitally take that away from your bank account. So like a credit social system uh, like China has. So that would keep us from being able to do those things. That's why it's important to, you know, kind of have that kind of legislation going right now. And I may not understand all the ins and outs of all that digital currency, but I definitely know I do not want that here. So Well, what I, what I hear is um, you better move to Texas. That's what I hear when I hear that. So... <laughs> Um, that's going out to you, Linda. Um, <laughs> if you missed the first half, we've got a very special guest in studio with us, Linda Sargent, a uh, longtime friend of End Time. Uh, she was on for the first half of the show, so we appreciate her joining us. She's still in studio. Judy's sitting over there. She's loving all the commentary about how End Time has blessed people's life around the United States, around the world. Of course, Irvin was on camera. You all knew him well. Uh, what you might not have known is how much Judy supported him and helped him throughout all those years. And End Time wouldn't be near what it is without Judy making mm -hmm. sure Irvin was in line. So <laughs> uh, we are so appreciative of her. And she's in studio, like I said, and she's loving the testimonies that everyone is sharing. Uh, with that in mind, we're going to go to Florida now. Arthur is watching there. Arthur, welcome to the End Time Show. Oh, wow. I'm going there pretty quick. How you doing, uh, Vince? We're well. How are you? Doug? Good. I don't know if you remember me, Vince, uh, Arthur Leary, uh, back when I used to live in South Carolina. I remember your grandfather, you. Uh, your grandfather performed my wedding Yes. my wife, Ramika. And I know Judy, is she still in the studio? She is, and uh, she's saying... I want to say hello to Judy. I haven't spoken to her in quite a long time, but uh, I yeah, listen quite often. And She's uh, excited to hear your voice, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm nobody important. I'm just so thankful for what Urban did for my life, and I, uh, wow, I'm getting choked up here, so I'll try to call, call. <laughs> I haven't, it's been, well, you know, it's been, you know, since November 3rd, 2020, and I've tried to call in a number of times, but I knew I would break down, just because yeah. how, how Urban affected me personally. I can't thank him enough for all he did for me. For me, and I'm a nobody. Arthur, why are you trying to make everybody cry? <laughs> I didn't think Judy's I over here tearing up. I thought I was going to hold myself together. But You're a rock, I, Arthur. Come I, on. I apologize. You're a rock. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and it's, it's just such a thrill. So, you know, I, 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 I watched the program at least probably four days a week and, you know, kept up all through the years and, uh, which y'all probably don't, you know, I've, I've sent some letters in and a, 
a copy of a book I wrote a couple of years ago. But, uh, you know, I went through a lot, about the same time that y'all moved there to Dallas. And I remember when Irvin was going through the, the bypass surgery. I think that was in June of 2014, roughly. That's right. Is that about the period? Uh, yep. I was also going through, I'd had a, a, a bad accident. Another one, y'all remember I had issues with my back. Well, I had another one, and I, I couldn't walk for about four years. Mm. And it took me about 12 years to get through. I mean, I was put on all kind of medication, uh, pain medication, and it just oh, it took me down a, a path that was, uh, it was rough. But anyway, uh, we're living now... Um, in Gulf Breeze, Florida, which is a suburb of Pensacola. We're right next to Pensacola Beach. And, uh, uh, and actually, I go to uh, First Pentecostal Church in Pensacola. Brian Kinsey's the uh, pastor. And and actually, we had a gentleman, I guess it was sometime last year. You all know someone named D.C. Hargrave? <laughs> D.G. Hargrove, absolutely. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but yeah, he came in. Pretty, but I know that because uh, yeah, he's the pastor at there at uh, the church where Irvin was going. Yeah, right. and Arthur, anyway, we appreciate we appreciate hearing from you so much. Uh, it's always good to hear from you. I I remember your emails. That's mainly where you and I have communicated, and it's so good to hear your voice and to catch up on what's going on in your life. God bless you. Thank you for uh, following in time and sticking with us. Uh, after Irvin has passed, it's people like you who are helping make End Time continue on, and we feel your prayers, and we're so appreciative mm -hmm. of uh, how you support all of us here through your prayers and uh, communicating with us. So we're so thankful to hear from you, Arthur. God bless you. Uh, we're going to go to Utah now. Mary Ann, welcome to the End Time Show. Hi there. Hi, Mary Ann. Hi. Hey, you know, this is kind of directed towards... Uh Judy. Hey, Judy's getting all the spotlight today. What's going on? <laughs> well, you know something, because I never get to say I love her, uh, um, I don't know what you call them. Not, they're not ads, but whatever they are. But anyway. <laughs> the commercial. You see her in the commercial. Yeah, in her commercials. And she says, God bless you and we love you. Well, I'm trying to say God bless you and I love you, <laughs> Judy. And the other thing is, at the end of one of your other advertisements is is uh she says end time's not going anywhere yes oh i love that <laughs> me too i love and it I a lot if you if you did then the rest of nobody else's life would be complete <laughs> yeah they told her when she was recording that uh see what a lot of people don't know even unless they know her that she has a sassy side to her so they told her when we were recording that they needed Sassy Baxter to step up and do this video clip, and I think she delivered quite well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she did. Judy Sassy Baxter. Yeah, there you right. go. <laughs> right. I love that. So anyway, it's directed to I love you all, love the Joe show, love everything, love you all. Talk to you later. God bless you, Marianne. Thanks for your call. Let's go to Michael in Missouri. Michael, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, how's it going? Just want to say I love the show, the Joe show for sure. We need the Joe show. Absolutely. Um, quick question on this great Friday weekend. Um, I know um, your guys' view as far as like when it comes to the end times and America's role um, in, in the, you know, the beast system won't necessarily be in America. Um, I, I, you know, different people you talk to say, you know, the Bible talks about how mark of the beast, everyone who doesn't take the mark will face the consequences. So can you kind of explain a little bit more? Um, 
as far as when it comes to the mark of the beast, um, how it's going to affect us in America, and will we be forced to take it in America? If not, will there be persecution in America? That's, that's, and then God bless you guys. Now, Michael, before Doug dives off into this, i got to warn you, we only have like a minute and a half left, and this is something we've talked about for hours. So are you already on End Time Plus? I am not. All right. When Doug's finished, you stick around on hold, please, and we'll get your uh -huh. email address and give you six months of End Time Plus for free, and you can go on there and watch literally dozens of hours on this very subject. But Doug does have a two-minute version in, uh, for a response <laughs> for you as well. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, All right, Michael. Doug. Two minutes. All right. Less so, than. yeah, absolutely we don't believe that we'll be under the control of the mark of the beast because of the fact that we see Revelation 12, 14, where we see the eagle's wings helping Israel, and it's during the time of the Great Tribulation. So that's one of those key factors. We also know that uh, Revelation 13, 1 and 2, the eagle's wings are not in that one world government beast. Now, we, we do think that there would be a possibility for people that want to be part of a global currency. If they're in this country, they would be able to sign up for that. But we don't believe that everybody here in the United States will be under that, that we'll have uh, options of opting out of that and not face consequences to that because America wouldn't be able to help Israel if we're under that mark of the beast. We know that uh, Jordan is not part of it because of Daniel 11:41. It tells us uh, that Jordan specifically is not part of that system. It all, we also know that Israel is not part of that system because of Zechariah 14:1 and 2, where they are in control of Jerusalem until that one world army comes down on them and takes half of the city. So we understand that uh, the, it, when we see that word all, it's not necessarily mean all. It means that those that are involved in this one world government, those that choose to take that mark, those are the all. All that do that will be forced to worship the beast. Uh, we also know that you can resist it if you're in a nation that is fully implemented there, that you can resist it if your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So that, that kind of excludes that all to a point to where we know people whose names are in the Book of Life are not going to take the mark, and we don't believe we will because of the fact that we're helping Israel. That's Always a little bit great. more than two minutes. You're such a, <laughs> you're so great, Doug. Thank you. Um, we didn't even get to tell them about how our prayer meeting, normally an Ooh, hour, went amazing. two and a half hours this morning. That was amazing. We didn't even get to tell them about the Trump team thing. Right. But maybe just a little teaser, yeah. so maybe you'll come back next <laughs> week. Uh, Big we'll, news. We'll have to just pray for us. That's all we can say for now. <laughs> Don't forget to go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com and access thousands of hours of content totally free for you. We'll be right back here on Monday at 3 p.m. Central Time.